is Isabella. I am in seventh grade, and you are listening to my podcast about depression. In this episode, we will be discussing what depression is, what causes it, and the symptoms as well. Keep in mind, I myself have not been diagnosed with depression, so my viewpoint may be a little different than if someone diagnosed with this mental illness was speaking. Globally, more than 264 million people of all ages suffer from depression, meaning you, your friends, or someone in your family can easily be diagnosed with this mental disorder. Understanding it is key to overcoming it. According to the website Psychology Today, depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. Also called major depressive disorder or clinical depression, it affects how you feel, think, and behave, and can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. You may have trouble doing normal day-to-day activities, and sometimes you may feel as if life isn't worth living. More than just a bout of the blues, depression isn't a weakness and you can't simply snap out of it. Depression may require long-term treatment, but don't get discouraged. Most people with depression feel better with medication, psychotherapy, or both. You begin to withdraw into a shell maybe enjoying some pleasures in that shell, like reading a book or dreaming up inventions, but feel essentially sad in there, cut off from some pleasures that might make you happy, too much in your own company, too busily spinning out your own worries, regrets, and fantasies. That state of dwelling inside is a refuge, but also oppressive. You may or may not appear to the people around you, though probably you do, but sadness has now become a constant background coloration to your life. While I was researching, I thought of a question. Can you be born with depression or is it developed over time? Let me begin with the headline. You may have been born primed to become sad. The epidemic of depression. It is claimed that what we are experiencing nowadays may be exactly that. The natural expression of who we were bound to become. Millions upon millions of people who were primed to become sad may be experiencing sadness as their life's chief background coloration because completely unintentionally, Since nature can have no intentions of this sort, and as an artifact of evolution, sadness is the unwanted but predictable guest at our human table. It should be clear enough what I mean. To say that a person might be born sad isn't to say that he comes out of the womb frowning. Indeed, he may come out smiling. He may be a perfectly happy baby. A perfectly happy little human being who of course cries when he is hungry and defiantly screams no when he doesn't want to leave the playground but who is not sad yet as a matter of chronic background coloration. Rather, he is primed for that sadness by virtue of his attributes and situation. To put it the right way, he is born ready to be sad rather than born sad. Depression is an extremely complex disease. No one knows exactly what causes it, but it can occur for a variety of reasons. Some people experience depression during a serious medical illness. Others may have depression with life changes such as a move or the death of a loved one. Still, others have a family history of depression. Those who do may experience depression and feel overwhelmed with sadness and loneliness for no known reason. Lots of things influence whether a person gets depressed. Some of it is biology, things like our genes, brain chemistry, and hormones. Some is environment, including daylight and seasons, or social and family situations we face and some is personality, like how we react to life events or the support systems we create for ourselves. All these things can help shape whether or not a person becomes depressed. 
There are a number of factors that may increase the chance of depression, including the following. Abuse. Past physical, sexual, or emotional abuse can increase the vulnerability to clinical depression later in life. Certain medications. Some drugs, such as isotretinoin, used to treat acne, the antiviral drug interferon alpha, and corticosteroids can increase your risk of depression. Conflict. Depression in someone who has the biological vulnerability to develop depression may result from personal conflicts or disputes with family members or friends. Death or loss. Sadness or grief from the death or loss of a loved one, though natural, may increase the risk of depression. Genetics. A family history of depression may increase the risk. It's thought that depression is a complex trait, meaning that there are probably many different genes that each exert small effects, rather than a single gene that contributes to disease risk. The genetics of depression, like most psychiatric disorders, are not as simple or straightforward as in purely genetic diseases, such as Huntington's chorea or cystic fibrosis. A person with a relative who suffers from depression is almost five times as likely to develop it. Research has explored the possibility of a connection between genes and depression. A British research team recently isolated a gene that appears to be prevalent in multiple family members with depression. The chromosome 3P25 and 26 was found in more than 800 families with recurrent depression. Scientists believe that as many as 40% of those with depression can trace it to a genetic link. Environmental and other factors make up the other 60%. Research has also shown that people with parents or siblings who have depression are up to three times more likely to have the condition. This can be due to hereditary or environmental factors that have a strong influence. Major events. Even good events such as strong such as starting a new job, graduating, or getting married can lead to depression. So can moving, losing a job or income, getting divorced, or retiring. However, the syndrome of clinical depression is never just a normal response to stressful life events. Other personal problems. Problems such as social isolation due to other mental illnesses or being cast out of a family or social group can contribute to the risk of developing clinical depression. Serious illnesses. Sometimes depression coexists with a major illness or may be triggered by another medical condition. Substance abuse. Nearly 30% of people with substance abuse problems also have major or clinical depression. Even if drugs or alcohol temporarily make you feel better, they ultimately will aggravate depression. For many people with depression, symptoms usually are severe enough to cause noticeable problems in day-to-day activities, such as work, school, social activities, or relationships with others. Some people may feel generally miserable or unhappy without really knowing why. Although depression may occur only once during your life, people typically have multiple episodes. During these episodes, symptoms occur most of the day, nearly every day, and may include feelings of sadness, tearfulness, emptiness, or hopelessness, angry outbursts, irritability or frustration, even over small matters, loss of interest or pleasure in most or all normal activities, such as hobbies or sports, sleep disturbances, including insomnia or sleeping too much, tiredness and lack of energy, so even small tasks take extra effort, reduced appetite and weight loss or increased cravings for food and weight gain, anxiety, agitation, or restlessness, 
slow thinking, speaking or body movements, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, fixating on past failures or self-blame, trouble thinking, concentrating, making decisions and remembering things, frequent or recurrent thoughts of death, unexplained physical problems such as back pain or headaches. Common signs and symptoms of depression in children and teenagers are similar to those of adults, but there can be some differences. In younger children, symptoms of depression may include sadness, irritability, clinginess, worry, aches and pains, refusing to go to school, or being underweight. In teens, symptoms may include sadness, irritability, feeling negative and worthless, anger, poor performance or poor attendance at school, feeling misunderstood and extremely sensitive, using recreational drugs or alcohol, eating or sleeping too much, self-harm, loss of interest in normal activities, and avoidance of social interaction. Thank you for joining me in learning about depression, its causes, and its symptoms. If you want to learn more about the causes and symptoms of depression, you can go to www.webmd.com and www.mayoclinic.org to find that information. I hope you will join me next time when we dig deeper into the different types of depression.